Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Friday, April 3rd, as the draft is fast approaching at the end of the month. We'll take a look at uh, a couple of more guys. In fact, a couple of LSU guys, Patrick Queen, the linebacker, and Justin Jefferson at LSU, and Xavier McKinney of Alabama, an outstanding safety. Uh, we'll take a look at those guys. Want a reminder? I want to remind you that you can listen to a lot of the breakdowns of these draft prospects over on our over on our college shows, which drops every day as well. So check that out. Make sure you're doing that, and uh, certainly uh, you want to check out LandryFootball.com, where we have all the draft boards, uh, all the scouting reports on the players. Certainly all the free agent boards, scouting reports. We've got that all for you. So check it out. Uh, no one can get you prepared for the draft than somebody that's been involved in it. 30-plus years working in the NFL uh, with the teams, um, running drafts as I have. So we're excited about what we can provide to you, which is essentially a, um, a an access inside the draft room. You know, so many uh, – they got a lot of people that have opinions on the draft. They have no experience working in the league. They have no experience of training – in scouting or the draft. So really, there's, it's just an opinion. It's not a credential opinion. Always look at um, the credentials behind an opinion and the experience level of working at this level. And it's what we provide for you, and we're pretty proud of it. So check it out at LandryFootball.com. And the best news is that you can get it at the best rate we've ever had, uh, which is uh, less than $5 a month. You take advantage of the year membership over at LandryFootball.com, the scouting season offer. So check that out. Also check out the great folks at 401K Generation. They're bringing you this podcast each and every day. They are the experts in financial planning, money management, can handle all of your inquiries with regards to investments, investment strategies, 401K, IRAs, whatever. What's the best fit for you? That's what you need to know, and you can only know it from a financial professional. Uh, Look at the credentials that Eddie Rojas and his team has 
Very, very impressive. They're licensed in all 50 states. That's very, very impressive. And what that simply means is they can help you, regardless of where you're listening to this podcast, across the continental United States. So give them a call or give them a text today at one 866 998-5879. So some of the latest news kind of coming around um, the world of the NFL this past uh, 24 hours, uh, It checking in with the Bears. There is no question that they're concerned about Mitchell Trubisky. They're not giving up on him. But it's an open competition. There's no ends, if or buts about that. Um, and we're going to see how this plays out. We get to um, training camp or whenever we get together. It's going to be an interesting competition to see how this plays out. I don't know that Nick Foles is going to upgrade them a whole lot or at all. But he's definitely in the mix. He's been brought in there to compete, not just be a, you know, a backup if Mitchell can't get it done. It's... Mitchell's going to have to come out the gate and really kind of take control of this team, and I think this is the reason for that move. Um, Elsewhere, the Chiefs um, restructured Sammy Watkins' contract. It's going to be the largest cap hit among all the wideouts. It was scheduled to be like $21 million hit this year. Restructured a one-year deal. It gives them a $9 million base salary and the chance to reach $16 million in incentives. Um... He creates $5 million in, in uh, cap space, and um, we'll see. You know, certainly got a lot of talent with he and McCall Hardiman. Um, still got a lot of talent that they're bringing back there. Uh, no definite word yet due to the work on the stadium in L.A. No guarantee that we won at the Los Angeles. Uh, SoFi Stadium, I believe it's what's the name's going to be. No guarantee that that stadium's going to be ready for week one. So we'll keep you up to date on that. And obviously that was the plan, but obviously the work schedule and the coronavirus um, factoring into it, don't know. Um, speaking of new team, new stadium, the Raiders, Las Vegas, signed Demarius Randall, formerly of the Browns, to a one-year contract. The ex-Packer first-rounder fell out of favor with the Browns last year. Got bench, coach's decision, never never got uh, along there. Um, so he should slide in immediately opposite Jonathan Abraham. Um, some news with regard to where's the league's return and where things are. The chief medical officer of the league um, said the league's return and when it would return would depend upon the availability of widespread testing. So, um, you know, basically what they're saying, Dr. Alan Sills, that is, as long, and this is a quote, as long as we're still in a place where a single individual tests positive for the virus, that, that you have to quarantine every single person who was in contact with him in any shape, form, or fashion, then I don't think you begin to think about reopening a team sport. Um, because we're going to have positive cases for a long time. Um, 
that's part of responding to a comment from the NFL's general counsel that the league was still planning to play a full 16-game schedule. So Sills' comments apply to every North American sport, really. Um, you know, we'll see how things will play out. But as as we thought, all the thoughts, thoughts about, well, we're planning this and that, nobody's – everyone's planning for everything. We don't know what's going to happen, and we're not going to know until we get a little bit further down the road and we get the word medically. Um, Eli Apple, as we kind of alluded to, because the Raiders signed Demarius Randall, this is another – Interesting um, situation where the Raiders and Eli Apple were unable to finalize their agreement. And so Eli Apple's returned to the open market. Don't know if it's physical or financial, but we'll see how this plays out. It's only 25, so there'll be some teams that'll be interested, but they could not get a deal done with him. And that's part of whether it was regarding the physical or physical issues or not. The inability to get physicals, and we've explained this a few times, the inability to get a physical in some of these cases you know, prevents this, these deals from getting official. Can't be official till you get a physical. Um, the update on Jadavian Clowney is willing to wait. Strong interest for some teams. I know the Titans and the Jets most recently have shown some interest. But he's willing to wait. He's willing to wait and kind of see how it plays out, see what happens in the draft. Um, he wants to get as close to that $20 million asking price as he can. He's not going to get 20 Can he get 18 Can he get 17 and a half? That's kind of where things are the hold up. Um. I do think the Jets are interested in making a a run at things. The Jaguars, meanwhile, are still seeking a first-round pick and more for Unique and Ndokwe. Three weeks go to the draft. We'll see, you know, whether it's uh, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Packers, Jets. Kind of see how this plays out. Getting a contract done and making a trade on trade days always – in play, but it really, the end more is going to be the key. The sweetener to this deal is going to be the key. Got to get a contract agreement done, so you got to have a plan to get something done. And the way you handle something like this, in case you're wondering, is you get a little bit of a permission from the team, but you have an idea through back channels, what he's asking and what it's going to take to get a deal done. Then that allows you on draft day, if you're confronted with an option, and again, first-round pick is very uh, gray area, nebulous. What's for, you, you, There's the first pick in the first round and the 32nd pick. Huge difference. So where's your first-round pick? Who can you get the caliber of Nindakwa in the first round versus Nindakwa himself? So 
if you're willing to give up your first-round pick plus something else, if you have an idea of what it's going to take to get a deal done, then you can get a deal done in pretty quick fashion to consummate a trade. But we'll see how this plays out, if anything can be done before the draft, during the draft, or maybe shortly after. Eric Ebron said he's still not 100% following the late-season operation. He's yet to be examined by the Steelers, but they were satisfied enough to go ahead and sign him to a two-year, $6 million contract. Ebron was, you know, another one of the stories about when you look at teams and why they don't win. High pick by the Lions. It didn't work. The instability and the constant changes renders a lot of their picks, you know, um, unworthy, inconsistent, counterproductive. I mean, you look at it a lot of ways. Went on and did a really good job last year for the Colts. And I bet he's going to play well for the Steelers. You know, not enough is talked about how you develop and utilize these players. And I think that's that's a big issue in factoring in. Um, Laramie Tunsil has come out, said what we've been talking about for a while on LandryFootball.com, that Laramie, that he wants to be the highest paid lineman in the league. Certainly what they gave up in trade compensation is going to give him leverage in getting that done. Uh, Tua, Tonga Valoa, was one of those medicals rechecked that was set up by the scouting combine, the recheck, people that run Jeff Foster and run National Football Scouting that run the scouting combine, set that up, and it was a great um, – Great news coming out of it. Checked well. As we said, the issue of him rehabbing from the hips is not going to be an issue. It's just going to be of how durable do you you think he's going to be down the road. Uh, The Bucs re-signed Blaine Gabbert to a one-year contract. It's a backup to Tom Brady. The plan's in Cleveland. Going to keep free agent Jack Conklin at right tackle. Makes sense. We know that left tackle is an issue, but um, Kendall Lamb and Chris Hubbard would be the option, which is still uh, an issue potentially that could be addressed in the draft. Raiders re-signed uh, Jordan uh, Jeb Devy. the number three guard for him last year, played both left and right side. They didn't get good guard play last year, um, opposite Richie Incognito. Need to upgrade that spot, no question. Saints re-signed P.J. Williams to a one-year, $2 million contract. He was the primary slot corner last year. Ended up playing a lot of safety down the stretch and in the playoffs. Capable of playing outside. He's just a little shy of his 26th birthday. He's got versatility. Uh, the Lions signed Darrell Roberts, formerly of the Jets, to a one-year contract. Turns 30 in November. Veterans started 26 game for the Jets from 16 to 19. Fairly productive. The Lions are looking for a true number one corner after losing Darius Slay and um, it'll be you know if they do get 
Akuda, which makes a lot of sense. Certainly, this move looks a little bit better. Um, Derrick Henry signed his tender pretty early. He signed it. Um, he's still committed to working on a long-term deal before extension before July 15th. Either way, he's locked in as their bell call back for this year and um, going to be the feature guy. They, they um, um, you know, we'll see um, what they can do. And, and I still think they need to add another back to fit the scat back role. But obviously he's the focal point of their offense, even more so than Tannehill, who they paid a lot of money to, rightly so with the options at quarterback out there. Um, the word around the league, Marcus Golden, defensive end, edge rusher, outside backer, defensive end, edge rusher. He's asking a little bit too much money. Um, we'll see. Can he get about $8 million? It's possible, 29-year-old. Another case where I think he's waiting to let it play out and see. Um, interesting news about, Alden Smith. I want to revisit that a little bit again. Um, guy that just is, I, I look at it further and further. He hadn't played since 2015. Supposedly got his life in correct order. People ask me about the risk. The one thing I'll say, it's not risky. Now, you know, when you're with the Cowboys, it's a highly publicized team. So if it doesn't work, you'll be criticized. But in, in reality, what really is the case is there's not a lot of risk, a financial risk. If he doesn't work out, they move along from him. You're not putting any money in him. So there's, there's very little risk. Now, the upside, you know, could be something there. Maybe he has turned his life around, but just really hard to say the guy that hadn't played that long. All right, let's talk a little bit about a couple of intriguing guys that I think are going to get their name called pretty high. Patrick Queen of LSU. Um, another one in the line of linebackers that have come out of there that have been really successful lately. It's known as DBU, but Certainly starting to sound like linebacker U2. Really fluid, light on his feet. First step quickness is outstanding. Very sudden, great range in coverage, good instincts. Like his feel for route combinations, particularly in zone. Not really tested a whole lot in man. Reads the run well. I mean, he triggers it quickly, shoots gaps, slips blocks. High effort player. Good range, good pop as a tackler. Can also threaten as a blitzer. On the downside, a one-year starter. <laughs> Pay behind um, Devin White. Uh, not physical, not not strong, not well built to play the run. Um, Slip box, he's not going to take on guys. He's going to really struggle. He's got to go out of his way to run around blocks. Not going to even be good shedding. But he's very quick, very fluid. Uh, you know, for a, he's quicker than fast. His top speed's not great. It's good. I mean, he's, he's a little bit like a Jerome Baker type guy. Uh, 
but undersized with good all-around movement skills. I think it's going to be a three-down player, be an effective one at the next level. I think, too, you know, a Telvin Smith type of guy plays well in space. His teammate, Justin Jefferson, is really had an interesting um, career. And I think very underrated in his own right. Extremely savvy, reliable target, really good hands. Um, showed good quickness, showed good ability to come back to the ball. He's best in a slot. I, I don't question his ability to potentially play outside, but he's been best in the slot. Smooth, good body control. Stands out in both his routes and contested catches. Really good. Works his body well as a receiver. Can snare passes away. Good acceleration and quickness. You know, he doesn't play with a ton of speed. Certainly ran well at the combine. That is a different element to his game. That shows he's got some ability, some surprising speed to maybe run that post corner out of the slot. You know, a lot of big plays, again, doesn't look fast, but a lot of the big plays would explain the fact that he's just been underrated speed-wise, and I think it has a lot to do with him being mainly the slot guy. Um, you know, I think he's got a chance to take his game to a level where he can be really, really effective as a slot guy mainly, and so is Judy. Uh, that type of guy. But I think he can be really impressive as a slot receiver, and I don't rule out the possibility of him playing some outside. He's a number two, number three receiver. Um, you got to scheme him open a little bit, but I think he can be a Marvin Jones type of receiver that can be very underrated and very productive and may end up being your best receiver on your team, depending upon your makeup and your setup. Another guy that in the same conference in the secondary, one of the best safeties in this draft, no question, Xavier McKinney. Outstanding. It's uh, another line of long line of really good defensive backs at Alabama, started as a special teamer as a freshman. Um, I, I wouldn't put him quite like Minka Fitzpatrick, but he's not far off. Plays in the box, in the slot, in the deep, middle, with really good effectiveness. Quick downhill, not afraid to get his hands dirty and shoot him and get off blocks and make a tackle. Shows toughness, physicality. Capable as a slot guy, man-to-man -man zone, shows a nose for the football, a lot of pass breakup, picks, lacks what you call elite athleticism. To be a full-time deep guy, but he can handle himself there. Could survive as a single high guy. I think he's a better split safety guy. Um, he's not as good in transition. 
fluidity, speed, burst. But, you know, I think he's really good. Little reminds me a lot of Marcus May. He's with the Jets. He's done a really good job for them. A um, little bit more experience that May had coming out of Florida. But this guy can line up and do a lot of different things for you and do them very well. I think he's got a good future to Xavier McKinney at uh, coming out of Alabama. All right, we're going to finish up here. Kevin's got a question, a um, couple questions. What is your observational experience of starting caliber players who remain with the same team after being mentioned as trade material or being replaced by a free agent? Example, Derek Carr, the Raiders. Does this type of situation usually have a lingering psychological effect on players? It could. Look, I think that, you know, um, a couple of things. Players have to know the truth they have to know that it's a business i do think players have to know that you trust them but i do think that when you have it consistently out there it i think goes to the mental toughness of the player i think sometimes a player can get rattled a little bit i think that also says something about the guy too if he's you got to be thick-skinned you know, a guy that is going to struggle with that is probably going to struggle with when when he plays poorly and gets criticized in the public world of, of today's environment. But it is – look, the way I always handle it is, look, we – in this world of pro football, it's our job, my job, to get the team better. And I need to get the most out of you, but then I need to get you the best teammates and – if sometimes it means drafting or signing someone that can compete with you at your position. And you it's your job to go out there and win it and do it, but I, you know, it's not it's not like a normal job. So I think you gotta be honest. I think the worst thing you can do, and here's where you got the problem. You can't sit there face to face to the player and say you're my guy. I, you know, I'm not. We're not looking at anybody. And then all of a sudden, it's all over the papers that you're courting this guy. Well, then you're lying to the guy. Then he doesn't trust you. There's no reason for that. Just be honest. If you be honest and he can't handle it, then it's on him. If you're not honest with him, then it's on you. Um. Kevin also asks, can the process of determining a starting part returner be somewhat tricky? Strikes me as a position where a guy can be explosive, have great hands, practice well, but can't execute in live games. Um, for example, Bobo Wilson's cut midway through last year for being effective and making costly fumbles. Well, no, it's really not that difficult. Um, the first key to being a good punt returner, is having good spatial awareness of where the rush is coming from, being able to catch the football. You can't run with it until you catch it. Second thing is you got to get positive yards. I don't want a guy that's constantly trying to back out, get around, and make the big play and gets an inordinate amount of negative plays. If you're going to bounce it out, you're going to make a big play, you better make the big play. You better beat somebody, and make the big play. 
but you can't put the ball on the ground. And it's, it, but it's really not that difficult. No, I mean, you pretty much know what you have in practice, and you pretty much can see it. If a guy can catch it in practice, he can catch it in games. If he doesn't, and there are certainly exceptions, then you got to replace the guy. You cannot have a guy that can't feel the ball. That's that's the first thing. You know, Wilson's. I mean, you know, I don't know that he was a guy that. Uh, that was overly effective in practice or not, but that that's really the key. So good questions there. Appreciate you, Kevin, um, for the questions and the nice thoughts there. All right, listen, appreciate you joining us. Hope you have a great weekend. Keep it to LandryFootball.com for all the latest around the league, what's going on, uh, all the draft preparation, all the free agent news. We've got it covered for you. We'll be back on Monday with another edition of the Pro Football Show. Again, make sure that you listen to the College Football Show today as well as each and every day as we get into a lot of draft talk as well. Check out the folks at 401K Generation. Give them a call. Give them a text. Tell them that we sent you, 1-866-998-5879. They allow us to keep this podcast going. So make the phone ring, will you? We'd appreciate it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe, and we'll talk to you more football on Monday. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.